From Radio Cayman's newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego with your latest news. A United Civil Service tribute Tuesday as the Cayman Islands, along with the UK and overseas territories, continue in a period of national mourning leading up to the state funeral for Her Late Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. His Excellency the Governor, the Premier and the Deputy Governor laid wreaths on the front steps of the Government Administration Building this morning in memory of and as a mark of respect for Her Late Majesty. Civil servants were also in attendance and throughout this week, the wider civil service is invited to lay their own flowers. His Excellency Governor Martin Roper in a post on social media said, In the UK and around the world, people are doing the same with huge floral displays at Buckingham Palace and Windsor Castle. Throughout years of tremendous change in international affairs, the late Queen was a source of continuity and stability. As we mourn the loss of Her Late Majesty the Queen, we can agree that she was one of those special few individuals God blessed us with. And looking at her life, if we all could emulate the ways of Her Late Queen and impart her ways to the youth of our islands, it would be a better place to live. As you've heard here on Radio Cayman, during a special meeting on Monday, members of Parliament offered tributes and expressed their condolences on the passing of Her Late Majesty. Among the remarks, Deputy Governor Honorable Franz Manderson, who said Her Late Majesty set the standard for public service and love for country. Her sense of duty, her good humor, her ability for reconciliation and compassion is unmatched. She was the best of us, was such that we believed that it would never come to an end. She was a remarkable monarch. Member of Parliament for Cayman Brack East and Minister for Education, Lands and District Administration, the Honorable Juliana O'Connor Connolly says Her Late Majesty played a strong role in cementing the Commonwealth. Having served on the executive of the CPA with the 54 members, I gained a magnificent appreciation for what it meant to have the Queen as the head of the Commonwealth. There were many arguments and many aspiring to move away from the Commonwealth, but she had a way of quietly and diplomatically ensuring that the Commonwealth family came together, and that's exactly what it was. During her remarks, the Honourable Minister noted Her Late Majesty's Christian faith and how she broke through the glass ceiling of her time by taking on the role of monarch as a young woman. Deputy Speaker and Member of Parliament for West Bay Central, the Honourable Catherine Ebanks-Wilkes. While learning of her passing, I was shaken and even a bit shocked as it was only a few days prior to her death that we watched her receive her new Prime Minister, Ms. Liz Trust. This was to me such a powerful statement of true leadership. Our late Queen passed only after she'd received her new Prime Minister. It is beyond question that she served us with dignity and grace, with her calming spirit, and she served right until the very end. Mrs. Ebanks-Wilkes says the attributes and traits she possessed made her the anchor of the monarchy with values and principles that should serve as a roadmap and guide to all of us. On Monday, Premier Honorable Wayne Panton moved a motion to send messages of condolences from the special meeting of Parliament to be sent to His Majesty King Charles III. Since Her Late Majesty's passing on Thursday, September 8th, a series of events began to honor her life. 
As we mentioned here on Radio Cayman, the United States Royal Gun Salute on Friday, September 9th, the reading of the proclamation for the new sovereign on Sunday, September 11th, and to come, two minutes of silence on Monday, September 19th, the day of the state funeral and a public holiday in the Cayman Islands. It was also during the special parliament meeting that the Honorable Premier announced national morning activities continue tomorrow, that's Wednesday, September 14th, at 12.30 p.m. Church bells will toll for 96 seconds, one second for each year of her late Majesty's life. This Saturday and Sunday, churches will include a special prayer in their worship service. Important changes take immediate effect in the legal and judicial community. This report now from Radio Cayman's Paula Cal. Among the legal and judicial community, Chief Justice the Honorable Sir Anthony Smilly in a statement notes the passing of Her Late Majesty Queen Elizabeth II comes with some comparatively small but nevertheless important changes that will take immediate effect in several aspects of legal and judicial tradition. Notably among these, with the ascension of King Charles III, the title of the prestigious tribute informally known as Taking Silk has been automatically converted from Queen's Council QC to King's Council KC. This will also apply retroactively. The Chief Justice notes in court terminology where a criminal case is heard between the Crown and an individual or organization, the matter will be referred to as RV, name of defendant, in which R stands for Latin, Rex the King. Similarly, the Chief Justice says the formal call to order of court sessions will now be made in the name of the King. In a statement issued Sunday, the Honorable Sir Anthony Smelly expressed condolences, profound sadness and regret at the passing of Her Late Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. Her unwavering commitment and dedication to service as our sovereign set the highest standards for us in the judiciary and the legal profession, as it must for all. He said the end of the reign of our late sovereign marks the close of a remarkable era that will undoubtedly assume a unique and profound perspective for generations to come. The Chief Justice encourages us all to remain steadfast in our commitment to the values the late Queen Elizabeth II so consistently demonstrated throughout her life. Courage, compassion, integrity, kindness, humor, and above all, duty. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Paula Cal. In other local news, the Ministry of Health and Wellness attempts to clarify rising questions in the community concerning ambulances and how they are rooted in emergency situations after a fatal accident took place at Parker's Raceway in late August. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins reports. In total, the Ministry of Health and Wellness released 17 points. The first five you would have heard right here on Radio Cayman at the 12 o'clock hour. The points go on to state the Department of Health Regulatory Services Inspector is deployed to the facilities at the time of recertification, one to three years, to ensure that the facilities meet the standards for each of the services it states on its application it is able to provide. Standards are set for a range of services individually, from radiology and oncology, all the way through to emergency services. Based on the outcome of the inspection, DHRS inspectors will make a recommendation to the Health Practice Commission to approve or deny the individual services listed on the application by the health facility. Then the Health Practice Commission makes the final decision in line with stipulated health practice standards. In order to provide emergency services, a healthcare facility must not only meet the physical requirements for emergency facilities, ambulance bay, designated area with emergency beds, specialized equipment, 
but they must also have the complements of experts, supporting staff and supporting services, such as ambulances and trained EMTs and paramedics, that collectively determine the capacity and ability to deliver said emergency services 24 hours per day, 365 days per year. As for ambulances, they are registered directly to a healthcare facility and as such are also subject to the licensing standards in terms of trained staff, equipments and maintenance under that facility's application to DHRS. These healthcare facilities assume the cost associated with ambulance services, while there are other medical transportation services in Grand Cayman that can move patients to and from facilities, these are not licensed to provide the same level of service as the registered emergency services ambulances. The HSA is the only facility that has registered ambulances with the appropriately trained staff. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. The first few points defined what constitutes emergencies and emergency services. The ministry's explanation statement comes after questions were asked about why people involved in accidents or other emergencies in the eastern districts might be taken to the Cayman Islands Hospital in Georgetown rather than to Health City Cayman Islands, which is closer. Health City Cayman Islands tells Radio Cayman the list of services it is approved for by the Health Practice Commission includes emergency services. It says a recent case has reignited the need to review the current protocols for emergencies that take place in the eastern districts. One of the headlines from the Caribbean Tourism Organization destination briefings in Cayman this week gives us more insight into how Cayman is preparing to enrich the tourism experience. We get more on this now from Radio Cayman's April Cummings. Tourism and Transport Minister the Honorable Kenneth Bryan tells local and international media about a project spearheaded by his ministry aimed at enhancing the visitor experience. It's something that I'm really excited about because it will benefit the tourism industry and will create meaningful opportunities for my Caymanian people. Mr. Bryan says this completely new tourism attraction will provide a multi-purpose tourism venue, integrating training, leisure, dining and entertainment in one central location. This waterfront tourism experience will provide a home base to showcase our Caymanian culture expressed through food, arts, craft and music. But most importantly, it will offer on-the-job training and work experience for Caymanians in the tourism industry. Due for completion in 2024, the minister says the waterfront tourism experience will be located at a prime location in the heart of the capital in Georgetown. The property is almost two acres in size with a stunning ocean view. It has over 28,000 square feet of space that will provide a new home for our Cayman Islands craft market. It will be used as a venue to host musical events and many celebrations. Located in the vicinity of the Catboat Club, the waterfront tourism experience is just a short distance away from the new Hilton-branded hotel, which is currently under development. April Cummings, Radio Cayman News. It's another big dip in local gas prices as global prices continue to trend downward. However, prices are still more than $6 a gallon. Details from Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin. According to the overall retail network weekly analysis of the Cayman Islands done by the Utility and Competition Regulation Office, the average price of self-service regular gasoline is now $6.24 a gallon, which is down 26 cents since the last check on September 6th. Premium self-service gasoline fell 24 cents to $6.74. 
only a penny drop for diesel, which is now averaging $6.47 a gallon. For a quick comparison, three months ago, prices were $6.46 for regular, $6.67 for premium, and $6.61 for diesel. For Grand Cayman, the cheapest self-service regular is reportedly being sold at Mike's on Walker's Road, where Offreg says it's $5.92 a self-service gallon. The average price for regular gas in Cayman Brack is $6.38 a gallon. Folks on Little Cayman are still paying $7.16. On the diesel side of things, Offreg says the cheapest self-service option is refuel, where it is selling for $5.92 a gallon. According to AAA, the average price of gasoline in Florida fell to $3.43 U.S. for regular and $4.15 U.S. premium. Log on to offreg.ky for a full breakdown. Reporting for Radio K-Man News, I'm Dion Anglin. And we'll leave you with this one. Music at the Library is back this week with a cello and piano recital by Daquan Smith and Glenn Inanga. We are so pleased that we are able, after more than one year, to come back and have uh, such events at the Georgetown Public Library. This hiatus was due to the COVID and the pandemic times. When we finished the last event, it was also with Daquan Smith, his cello recital. And now we start with him again. Cayman Arts Festival's Marius Gainatel Smith will be bringing a brand new repertoire and a new approach to his music. The music at the library is this Thursday at 6 p.m. at the Georgetown Public Library. For ticket information, you can email inquiries at caymanartsfestival.com or call 922-5550. Tickets will also be available at the door. Money raised helps support free music programs for local kids. That is your latest local news. From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shana Gallego.